This is exclusive coverage of CPAC for Central Virginia. Brought to you by the Virginia Institute for Public Policy and our Virginia Education Opportunity Alliance Coalition. Find out more at VEOA.org. It's Joe Thomas in the morning on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning at CPAC, and you know, say, people say, you know, well, how much of this has got anything to do with Virginia? And I hope you've enjoyed all our coverage. Um, this one is, well, it's got Virginia in the name. Um, it's got West Virginia, or as some of the friends of mine in the governor's office call it, Best Virginia, but that's okay. That's, we're working on that. Now, maybe next General Assembly election we can put that back. Um, dear friend of the program, and I say that because he had you know, Child Protective Services called on his dad because his dad used to make him listen to me on the way to William Monroe High School every day. Uh, and he's turned out, well, he's turned out like a conservative running for, uh, now is it uh, the Senate? The House of Delegates in West Virginia. Okay, so he's running yeah. for the House in West Virginia. He is Mike Allers Jr. Uh, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to bump into you. Uh, you know, it's it's great. CPAC is, you know, we all get to see each other again. Yeah. So it's an honor to see one of my childhood icons. <laughs> and you want to feel old. Now, uh, he, joining him here is Chad Caton. Chad was on with us a couple of weeks ago. We were talking a little, little veterans for Trump, uh, and now he's also veterans for uh, Mike Gallers. Yes, we are. We have, we, we have quite a few endorsements. We have a lengthy endorsement uh, situation because we don't do it for fun. We want our endorsement to mean something to Mike. We want uh, for later when he does get to the House of Delegates, I can call Mike and say, wait a minute, this isn't America first. I get to hold him accountable. He knows that. That's part of that endorsement. And for us, we hold our, our endorsements to a high level to where we know that we are putting, in fact, America first, good conservatives that are going to get the job done to save this republic. So, Mike, what does it mean to you to get veterans uh, like this behind you? I mean, aside from, you know, it's got to make you uh, feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> At very least, chattel to, you know, as you're six. But, I mean, when, 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 yeah. you, uh, when you go into uh, a debate and those kind of things, you, you start to get a feel for who's supporting you? Well, a absolutely. And, look, I come from a family of veterans, so it's a complete honor. My grandfather, uh, you, you know, my, my hero, World War II vet, um, so I am deeply honored to have this endorsement. You know, vets put everything online, on the line for this country. They need to come first. When we say America first, we need to put our veterans first. There should not be one homeless veteran. There should not be one veteran without a job that's criminal. And they need to be put to the front of the line every time because they laid down, you, you know, they, they jumped when well, they could for us. West Virginia is so much more of a red state than, yes. than less Virginia. Uh, and uh, so, but talk about, you know, guys like Joe Manchin, mm -hmm. uh, who are in the U.S. Senate, and, you know, they claim now I'm man without a party, the, the, the no labels guy or whatever. But, you know, West Virginia is hardworking and, and really has suffered, the, the, especially the energy policies 100%. of the last three years. And, I, I mean, the thing about Vir West Virginia, now it is red. But even when it was blue... Those were still, it was the Democrat Party in West Virginia, it's completely different than the national. Um, you know, what, whatever side of the fence you're on, they were hardworking. They believed in America first. They believed in coal jobs. They believed in American jobs. And West Virginia, like so many states in the Rust Belt, has been ripped apart 
jobs have gone overseas. So the reason those Democrats went over to President Trump, you know, support America first, um, you know, and they were vets too. Uh, it's because President Trump is fighting for them. The, the National Democratic Party is not in tune with the West Virginia Democrat. Yeah. And that's where you get that. And, and look, the Democrats on the national level want Joe Manchin out as well. Because, yeah. yeah, he's not playing ball He's not with playing them. the ball. So, you know, but it's, it's important that we support policies across the board. And I'm honored to have Chad's endorsement and uh, Veterans for Trump endorsement. We were, we were talking about the state level, and I was talking with Nick Freitas uh, about this, and because uh, he's going to be speaking here later today uh, about you know, the state legislators mm -hmm. and the state power over the federal government. That at some point, that's we're we're supported by the Convention of States project yeah. here. Um, you know, is is this an era where the states? Become awake, not woke. Well, it's it's where the it's where the decisions happen. It's where the decisions happen. This is where those policies, like Chad said, I can help veterans and make more of a direct impact than Washington. Washington's going to keep, you know. But, but but if they if Washington says, you know, do this, that's going to be countermanding to veterans. Now, certainly, we wouldn't expect that from President Trump. But there's still, you know, a few months left of the Biden administration where damage could be done. Um, you know, what, what we've been talking about is, is a resistance on the state level to carry out these federal mandates, often unfunded sure. ones, right, Chad? Yeah, the, well, that's where Veterans for Trump comes into play. Um, we are an over. We are national. We do look at our congressmen and our senators, and of course, we we fly under the flag of Donald Trump and Veterans for Donald Trump. But the but the big where the rubber meets the road is exactly what Mike's saying. It happens at the state level. Those these 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 states are sovereign in their own, and and that's where having General Flynn be one of our founders and. I consider him a boss and, and what we do here, you know, I, I, I listen to what he says and he says everywhere he gives a speech, local action has national impact. And that's where we have to do it. That's what is in my soul. I, I myself with my uh, contingency in South Carolina has removed 14 of the establishment GOPs in 14 different counties. We've got a couple more counties to take over, but that's what we have to do. If we're going to be America first, then we need to have a movement that moves in the same direction. And that's at the state level. Well, I know there's lots of folks who say, and Mike, give me a second here on the subject of taking over parties, but you know, you, you're from Greene County, and, and Chad, next time you're in Central Virginia, I'm going to bring you up to Greene County and show you what's left of the, the Republican Party, because every about two years they cut themselves in half, kick out half their members uh, because you know, they're, they're not right enough or something like that. Um, and so there's always that movement of like, oh, but these parties are important. But you don't get better representation without challenge. It's just Absolutely. like, you know, building a business. If you don't have competition, you get fat and lazy. That's the absolute truth. And that's what uh, Veterans for America First is about because we have our endorsed and we know we're going to get them to win because we're going to get behind them. We're going to help in any way we can with the resources we have and the and, people and, we have. And you're beyond jurisdictional lines. We're Veterans beyond, are everywhere. We're everywhere. And, and the thing is, we're not going anywhere. There's 19 million veterans right now in this country, and all I'm trying to do is find my 3%, if you know what that means. <laughs> so, Mike, talk about the veterans' issues in West Virginia that you guys want to you know, talk about, and then you know, what Virginia can learn from West Virginia. Well, right now, you know, I'm focused on creating jobs. Right now, West Virginia is at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to jobs and job creation. And there's a lot and of... Please, please don't be like those government people who just hire the people for the government. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Absolutely. Um, but West Virginia, you know, there's plenty of jobs where vets could be, you know, 
put first. I'm one of the only people, one of the first bills I want to put on the floor is to hire vets to protect our schools. That's an automatic uh, guaranteed job, but also it would harden our schools, it would make our kids safe and solve that issue. Um, it would also teach our kids to belong more, you know, there needs to be a culture of respect amongst the younger generation towards our veterans again and towards this country. And by greeting a veteran at the door every day and seeing what they have done for our country, it's going to make an impact on our kids. So I think that is definitely something that I want to start in West Virginia. It needs to go national. Virginia can learn from it as well. So that's the ambition that you get when you listen to Joe Thomas in the morning in impressionable years. So where can people go? They know you around here. Actually, before that, before I give your website out, because I want to bury the lead, what did you learn in your race for the Virginia House before you moved to West Virginia that sure. you that, that made you a better campaigner, candidate, um, now that you're in West Virginia? Well, yeah, so when I originally threw my hat in the ring for the northern, you know, Virginia seat, it was, it was against the socialists, the socialists was occupying it. I didn't see a Republican going up against it, so I threw my hat in the ring. Um, but because, like you said, the infighting and the party politics, they didn't want someone who was young and ready to take on the issues. And that's an issue we have to work on as a party. And look, northern, uh, in West Virginia, it's been more accepting to me, but some people... Some bitter people don't want a younger energy, which is a mistake because if we're carrying the America first into the next, you know, few cycles, we have to recruit all people, and that starts with young people as well. And I'm 31. I don't, I don't think that's young anymore. By Democrat <laughs> standards, I'm like middle age, right? They're recruiting right out of high school. Well, you were born in this country, too. So, uh, but, uh, exactly. That's, uh, but, uh, so, so where's your website? Where can people who remember you from back there at Monroe High School you know, find you online and help you out? Yep, shout out, Dragons. Uh, please go to Allers4WV.com, and please follow me uh, on Twitter at MCHL Allers Jr. It would be an honor. You could also check us out on Facebook at Mike Allers Jr. for Delliot. And, and, Mike, don't text me and say, hey, tell Mike this, okay? You call him yourself, okay? 